You are my God and I confess you. You are my God and I exalt you. I will thank you for you became my Savior. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. We celebrate today the Feast of St. Thomas the Apostle. Um, one of the most journeyed of all of uh, the apostles. I'll tell you a little more about him later on. Uh, we often remember today also uh, the repose of soul, Bunzo Kalara, for whom this Mass is offered. And as we begin our celebration, let us just take a moment of quiet reflection, uh, look in our daily lives for those moments of grace, and give God thanks for his many gifts. At the same time, we recognize there are times we are sinners, and so we come before our God seeking his forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son. Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that we may glory in the feast of the blessed Apostle Thomas, so that we may always be sustained by his intercession, and believing may have life in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son whom Thomas acknowledged as the Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Be seated, listen to the word of God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, you are no longer strangers and sojourners, but you are fellow Christians with the Holy Ones and members of the household of God. Built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the capstone. Through him, the whole structure is held together and grows into a temple sacred in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. The word of the Lord. Responsorial Psalm. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. 
go out to all the world and tell the good news. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Glorify him, all you people. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. For steadfast is his kindness for us, and the fidelity of the Lord endures forever. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You believe in me, Thomas, because you have seen me, says the Lord. Blessed are those who have not seen, but still believe. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But Thomas said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nail in, nails in his hand and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now, a week later, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then Jesus said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hand. Bring your hand and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, If you come to believe because you have seen me, blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thomas uh, holds kind of a, a special place among the apostles. Um, he doesn't get the leadership position that uh, Peter had or or James had as the, the head of the church in Jerusalem. Um, he's not uh, doesn't get the the acclaim that St. Paul receives, although he probably did more traveling even than St. Paul did. Um, but he gets certain things, there are certain things that uh, are, are, are unique to him. Um, he's one of the few of the 12 apostles who's mentioned by name in all four Gospels. Uh, all three of the synoptics, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, mention him. And St. John gives him special roles. Um, uh, we see 
the final one here today, um, after the uh, Jesus's resurrection. But earlier than this, uh, he will, he also did special things. Um, uh, because of today's gospel, he received the moniker Doubting Thomas, and we've used that as a, uh, it's not necessarily a pejorative, at least a little jab in the ribs to people when they, uh, they you know, they find something hard to believe. Um, and yet, uh, doubt might not be what was it. it in action with him. Um, and certainly he was one who showed great courage and professed great faith in earlier moments, uh, even in the same gospel. Uh, when Lazarus dies, Jesus announces he's going to go uh, to sit Shiva to, to, to do the, the official mourning with uh, Martha and, and Mary in Bethany essentially a suburb of Jerusalem. Uh, and in Jerusalem is where uh, there was a price on Jesus' head. Um, many people try to convince him. Well, he's dead. There's no reason for you to go now. It's dangerous there. But Thomas makes a proclamation, tells the other 11, come on, let us go and die with him. Um, uh, we see him just a matter of a few weeks uh, before today's gospel, expressing a willingness to shed his own blood, to give his own life, uh, to stand true to Jesus. Um, well, in his farewell soliloquy to, to them, uh, Jesus gives us that beautiful metaphor for uh, the kingdom of God. My father's has a, a mansion with many rooms. I am going there to prepare the way. Uh, you will follow me because you know the way. Uh, he showed another kind of courage then, the kind of courage many of us have felt in a classroom when the teacher asked a, a question and uh, uh, we weren't exactly sure of the answer. Um, he still put his hand up. Uh, he put it up to ask uh, the question. He said, what do you mean we know the way? Um, how can we know where you're going? We don't know the way. Uh, uh, and Jesus then gives us his own proclamation of self. Uh, I am the way and the truth and the life. Uh, Thomas showed great courage uh, asking uh, this of his master. Thomas, uh, as I mentioned earlier, is probably more greatly traveled even than Paul. Paul made it as far east, as far west as Rome. Uh, three journeys through the eastern part of the Mediterranean, through Asia Minor, and up through, uh, certainly through Greece and Turkey, um, and then, uh, you know, on to Rome, where he suffered his own martyrdom. Uh, Thomas um, had to travel the other way. He went east. Uh, there was a great story written about the apostles um, sometime after their lives, probably a couple of centuries after, 
And it said that uh, they divided, they cast lots and divided up the world. Uh, each of them receiving a place to go. And that's how we have uh, various members of, uh, of the 12 uh, being associated with, with the foundation of churches in certain areas. Um, the one farthest away went to Thomas. Uh, if anyone drew the short straw out of the, the group, out of the, uh, the, the group of straws, uh, he drew the shortest one of all. He had to go the farthest. All the way to India um, was, is the way it, it's portrayed. And uh, through those first five and six centuries, a number of stories are written about how he got there and what he did upon arrival. Um, uh, one of the more uh, famous stories and, and a humorous one is he drew the short straw and said, uh-uh, no, I'm not going there. That's way too far away. Um, the place that most of them had only heard of a reputation from the caravans arriving from the Far East, making it there, and they tell them of these magical places, uh, you know, east beyond their dreams. Um, but said that Jesus appeared to him uh, one more time and said, no, this is where you have to go. And he again showed courage standing up to his boss saying, no, I'm not going there. Um, but uh, Jesus had a solution to that. Uh, he had him sold into slavery to a king. And the king was from India, one of the little kingdoms that makes up the present nation of India. He sent them there uh, with, uh, and gave him a mission. He was to build the greatest palace that had ever been built uh, for this king who had made his fortune, uh, I guess, in the spice trade, with silk and spices and things from the east. And so he set sail for India with a great fortune to build a, a wonderful palace for this king. Uh, got to India and gave the money away to the poor. Um, king showed up expecting to find a palace and instead found well-fed people and uh, turned to him and he said, I did exactly what you told me. He said, I've prepared the greatest palace you can have. Uh, God has prepared a house for you, a palace for you in heaven. And with that, the king submitted himself for baptism and uh, became a, a Christian himself. We don't hear much about him after the seventh century. Uh, until we get to the 15th century. And uh, late, uh, late 15th, early 16th century, uh, the Portuguese, great sailors uh, that they were, managed to find their way all the way around the continent of Africa, up and found their way to, the, to India, uh, a new route for spices and silks to take. And when they made it to the Kerala region on that west coast of, of India, uh, one of the things that they were, were bringing with them, uh, Portugal was a Catholic country, was Christianity. And much to their surprise, what they found was a Christian community already established in cities up and down that coast. Um, uh, and when they asked them, uh, you know, who got here first? because uh, we're 
one of the reasons that we're, we're doing this is to bring you the good news. Uh, the people told them, Thomas brought us the good news. And they said, who? Is it Thomas, the apostle? Uh, the, 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 they traced their heritage back to him. Um, it was a surprise to the, to the Portuguese, a surprise to the Spaniards who followed them, going to the same area. The, the Jesuits' home, uh, Ignatius Loyola, uh, sent Francis Xavier there to do the same thing. And Xavier arrives, finding Christian community already there, not just among the Spaniards, um, but among the native Indians as well. Um, uh, Thomas was a traveler. There are stories that uh, he went not just along that west coast, but up the east coast and sailed with uh, Indian traders and made it to Indochina. And uh, there's, uh, there was a Christian church there that claimed uh, their heritage back to Thomas. Um, there are stories in the tradition of him about bringing the faith to China, following the spice route even further. And... Uh, uh, bringing an awakening there. Uh, it would be 15 centuries before uh, it arrived there again in the form of Matteo Ricci, Ricci, another uh, Jesuit explorer. Um, uh, 12 centuries with a little introduction to Marco Polo, who uh, may or may not have encountered some Christians on his journeys there. And maybe most surprising of all, um, there are, there's a, a tribe of the Gorani in Paraguay in, in South America that when the Spaniards and Portuguese uh, arrived among them uh, and they worked out differences in language and such, uh, they found that there was uh, a small group of Christians among the Gorani. And when they asked them, who did you get this from? They said St. Thomas. Uh, whether it was Thomas or traders who came or uh, whatever, uh, uh, he certainly was well-traveled. Today, our gospel gives us maybe his best, his worst moment and his best moment. We have that moment of doubt. Uh, the petulant one. I won't believe it unless I can put my fingers in the wounds of my hand and the, where the, the spirit went in his side. Um, being petulant about this, uh, uh, maybe his way of dealing with missing the big event. But Jesus comes knowing this, and when he offers him his hands and his feet and his side, his response is to drop to his knees and proclaim uh, his profession of faith, which has become a prayer that we use to this day. My Lord and my God. Um, I remember when uh, uh, I was preparing for First Communion. Um, the Sisters of Providence uh, at St. Genevieve School in Chicago taught us that uh, uh, when the priest would elevate the host, uh, and hold it before us, our prayer should be, my Lord and my God. Um, when he called us to communion, 
our prayer should be, my Lord and my God. And after we had received in those days the host, um, we go back to the pew and, and kneel in prayer. Uh, those prayers should always start with the prayer of Thomas, my Lord and my God. Five simple words, the perfect prayer. That all the baptized may be gathered together into one household of faith. We pray to the Lord. That the people of God may continue the work of the apostles. We pray to the Lord. That all people may come to accept one another as brothers and sisters. We pray to the Lord. That the sick may know the healing touch of the risen one, especially Father Norm Dixon, Father Mark, Father Jim Gardner, Connor, Peggy, Madeline, James, Raymond, Zach, Lewis, Casey, Rira, Steve, Dr. Christopher, Jerry and Karen, Richard, Peter, Bella, Helen, Michael, John, Donna, Class, Randolph. We pray to the Lord. Lord that the dead may behold the one who is brought both is both Lord and God, especially one so cleric of whom this Mass is being offered, and all those who have passed away, we pray to the Lord. For all the prayers that we hold in the silence of our hearts, for all those spoken and unspoken, and those in the Book of Intentions, we pray to the Lord. And so we bring our needs to you now through your Son, Jesus Christ, our brother and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Blessed well, so are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. It is the fruit of the earth and the work of human hands will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. And blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Through the vine, the work of many people, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Bless me, Lord, for my iniquity. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice from your hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and good We render you, O Lord, the service that is your due, humbly imploring you to keep safe your gifts in us as we honor the confession of the Apostle St. Thomas and offer you a sacrifice of praise. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. 
Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for you, eternal shepherd, do not desert your flock, but through Thomas and your blessed apostles, watch over it and protect it always, so that it may be governed by those you have appointed shepherds to lead it in the name of your Son. And so with angels and archangels, the thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord, Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered will willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. The mystery of faith, when we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity. Give with Francis, our Pope, and Walter, our apostolic administrator, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Wenzel, whom you've called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember all of our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your faith. Have mercy on us, all we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her husband, Thomas, and your apostles, Wenceslas, and your martyrs, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs of eternal life, and they praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. The Savior's command informed by divine teaching. Let us pray together the prayer given to us by Jesus himself. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Lamb of God, take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, we take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, we take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter unto my room, but only say the word of my soul shall be. May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. Bring your hand and feel the place of the nails. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. Let us pray. Loving God, as we truly receive in this sacrament the body of your only begotten Son, grant we pray that we may recognize him with the Apostle Thomas by faith as our Lord and our God, and proclaim him by our deeds and by our lives, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. And the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This Mass is ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks be to God.